You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 325. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Welcome to Creative Thursday. First, I just want to say a very big heartfelt thank you for all of your kind messages to a recent loss that we experienced. And I share this with you here on the podcast because I know I've mentioned Wally a number of times and um, we lost Wally On December 12th, and I shared an email with everyone. I don't have the energy to go into all of that right now. I did hear back from you that you'd love to hear more about Wally and learn more about his story. He left a really incredible legacy as just one of the coolest, kindest human beings. He was our closest, one of our closest friends for the past decade, and he lived directly across the street. So the hole that this is leaving, and yes, I I also see that he had, you know, an incredible 92 years, a really beautiful life that he lived on his own terms. And simultaneously, right, I've talked about this before, maybe not so much on the podcast, but these feelings of appreciation and grief and sadness and loss and feeling like there is a hole in our lives and in our neighborhood, those can coexist. They can coexist. And so the reality of what life is like without him after knowing it for every day for the last 10 years. There probably is only a handful of Saturdays that I didn't spend on the porch with Wally and my neighbors. And so begins a new chapter of life. That also begins with Sean and I being married and what is what I'm especially appreciative of and grateful for is that Wally was able to make it to our wedding celebration. He couldn't stay the whole time. He wasn't feeling well enough to stay the whole time, but he did come over and I did get to see him. And we had the wedding at our house primarily so that he could join us here because towards the end of his life, he was able to stay home. He was able to have caretakers help him and neighbors help him. And so he really rarely left his house, which he loved so much. He loved being a homebody at this stage of life. He spent many years all over the city of Los Angeles before then. 
but he really enjoyed being home. And so it was a great gift to us that he even was able to come across the street and spend time with us and see us. And so, like I said, even Sean has thought about coming to share Wally's story with me here on the podcast. I feel like it would it would be nice for you. You would enjoy it. And it would also be a tribute that we could offer to Wally because he loved sharing his stories. He loved it. And I'm really going to miss listening to them. So, all right. I didn't think I would... I didn't think it would, the tears would come, but that's the thing about grief, right? We just don't always know when it's coming. So I just wanted to open this episode with a sincere, heartfelt thanks for all your kind words and support. And I know the interesting thing about him is that he really, he really impacted people, even if they just met him once. And so many of you have said that you've loved hearing about him over the years. And that's just really special, right? When we think about our lives and and the difference that we can make, it's really in how how we choose to live and and how we live then has this automatic impact on how we treat others and how we make others feel and our presence. And it can just have such a lasting effect in the most beautiful way when we're thoughtful about that and we choose to live a life we love, right? That's why it matters so much to me. I don't just, I don't just say that as lip service, you know, like, oh, let's all live a life we love. No, like let's live a life we love because when you do, you leave an imprint like Wally. Wally reminded me not to work too hard while also having great care and genuine interest in the business I was building and the impact it was having in the world um, and interest in my art. And so I do also want to share a quick announcement with you to um, have a little bit more time after this loss and also not to push so much. Um, although I'm really excited to host this challenge, but I am moving the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge to Monday, January 15th. So just a week, just a week after what I shared with you on the podcast before, and I'll be letting you know how to register to join us. It is my most favorite challenge of the year. And I love the breakthroughs and that you get when you join me for the challenge. And of course, if you've been through the challenge with me before, join me again. It's a new year. You have a new vantage point. This is truly one of my favorite things to do is to plan and help you plan as well. And the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge leads into me opening the doors to Artful Selling which is one of my favorite programs to lead because we really get to do that deeper work together to help you get lasting clarity, right? We talk a lot about, well, I talk a lot about the shiny squirrel. And if you are like, Marisa, what's a shiny squirrel? It's shiny object and squirrel combined because I do that, 
I like to make up my own idioms, my own sayings, and we all sort of bonded to the shiny squirrel. You can hear more in episode 271. Do you have shiny squirrel syndrome? It was a favorite here on the podcast. And Artful Selling is a chance to tame the shiny squirrel and give you the tools that you can return to year after year to really take your creative business in the direction that works for you. That's not for everyone else. There is not one linear path for any artist. We are the definition of unique. Our work is the definition of unique. And therefore, what I'm interested in helping you to do is to craft a plan that applies to you as an individual in the art that you are creating, your plans to share it with the world, and how to build a sales and marketing strategy around those individual choices. So I will leave the link to join the Artful Selling waitlist. It's a unique program that I created that also includes coaching. I love courses. I love course Q&As, but I've needed more as a student. And so I offer more as a mentor that's different from the programs out there because I'm trained as a coach and continue training as a coach. And I feel that it is within the coaching work and that I do the coaching, the coaching that I get that some of the most significant breakthroughs happen. And so this is a really important part of the artful selling program that I created. So I will leave the waitlist for you in the show notes. If you are new to me and you want to learn about my teaching and coaching style, then you can join me for the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge and get a sneak peek of what's to come in Artful Selling and really kick off the new year with a bang, with a bang. So in this episode, I promised a time management series and I reached out and invited you to send in some questions and you did. And so this will be focused on answering some of those questions for the sake of time management. I intend for these to be bite-sized tips that I am going to give you in response to your questions. And bear with me as I realize uh, recording this episode, I am still recovering from a bit of a cold, not to mention going through loss. And so my voice is hanging in, but I I didn't want to leave you hanging. I wanted to offer some tips for you as we head into the new year. And depending upon when you're listening to this, I'm also wishing you a really wonderful holiday time. And so let's dive in to the first question. And this series of episodes will stack nicely with the first one being a lead into the next, being a lead in to the third. And the question comes often around social media content planning. And really, I, you know, the question that came from both Miriam and Laura 
are connected to how do you how do you do it right from planning for the social media do you batch content to the tools that you use for project management to organization of the digital assets and by that i mean photographs and videos and artwork and so let me talk to you first with how it starts and This is also one of the reasons why I created Artful Selling, because I see that we are teaching artists how to post to social media, when to post to social media. We teach them so that they know they need to post to social media in order to have success in their marketing as an artist. But guess what? That is all the biggest waste of time. Yeah, I'm going to call it a big, me and my Julia Roberts favorite line from Pretty Woman, big mistake to post to social media with no clarity around why you're posting. Why are you posting? And you might say, well, Marisa, I'm posting because that's how I share my art with the world. Yes, that is. But why are you sharing your art with the world? What kind of art are you making and why are you sharing it? Why do you want to build a business with your art? And when you have answers to those questions, and yes, they seem simple and there's some depth to having a clear answer to them, there's going to be some exploring there. That's when you look at how the promotions connected to the products that you are making will space out throughout the year. So very often, we're just posting in the moment. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I can put a little asterisk to big mistake by saying, technically, anytime you are sharing yourself, your art, with the world, you are learning, right? You are learning because experimentation is going to be a very big part of this journey. And there's no amount of tips and tricks that takes that out of the journey, nor would you want it to, because a lot of the experimentation is going to guide you in terms of your unique journey as an artist. But, well, If you're posting, you're learning, but how much time do you want to spend experimenting without some idea of why and when you're posting? So we do want to bring people into our world. One way to do that is through Instagram stories. Those just last for 24 hours. And it's a way to bring people into your world in real time, but also why. Why are you doing that? To connect people to you. What are the touch points that make up who you are as this beautiful person in this world? What are those touch points that you want to share? I don't share everything in my personal life. I think about how is what I'm sharing going to make a difference in someone's life today Could it be a resource for them? Could it be something that inspires me that might inspire them? Could it be an invitation to ask a question like I did for this podcast? And 
how does it work with the promotions that I have coming? And that might sound salesy to you. And if it does, that's a deeper conversation. You can go back and listen to the podcast episodes where I talked about selling. It's a deeper conversation because if by me talking about promotions that creeps you out and you think I'm doing everything to sell in my business, you have an issue around selling. My business is a business and in order to stay in business, I have to make money, which means that I will sell what it is that I do. Does that mean that whether that's an art product creation original or it's a service that I'm offering or an invitation to a course or a challenge that I'm hosting or invitation to the daily painters. So excited we started that or an invitation to the expansive artist, all of that. Does me selling make me a corporate entity? Apparently that's what we all are. If we want to sell something that might make your life better, that might make a huge difference in your life, that might bring you joy, suddenly we're corporate entities. Yeah, I've actually been called that. I've also been called greedy, You see, what happens is the bigger that I grow, the more inspired I become to invite you to opportunities that may be life-changing for you in some capacity that, again, I hope will touch you in the most powerful, inspiring, helpful way. Me providing you with these opportunities to some can be seen as greedy. So... We'll leave that there for now. Some point I might have a conversation more on this topic because the reason I bring it up and you say, well, how is this connected to time management, Marisa? Because getting comfortable with selling, it's called artful selling, getting comfortable with selling is a very big part of you getting comfortable with your social media. And you getting comfortable with your social media is what will help you to become more efficient with your time involved with social media. So what I don't see happening, and I know this because I ask this question a lot, when someone says to me, well, how do I do this with my social media or what are my next steps, I know that more than likely there isn't a plan for a promotion. You want to get clear on your promotions for the year. You want to break those down into ideally quarters, having one bigger promotion each quarter. If you happen to be a daily painter, like how I started It might be every day that you have a small promotion through the selling of your work. If we take that as an example, that was a really simple, clear tool for how I grew my email list and how I sold work and created almost daily revenue and income in my business. And so that's a cycle. That's an artful selling cycle that happens within one day, creating the work, putting the work out there, selling the work. And so what I'm asking you to do for your social media plan 
is to know what are you selling throughout the year? How will you break that down into dates on the calendar that ideally work around your personal life, right? You hear that often, the recommendation that you block out what's most important to you personally and fit your promotional schedule around that. Sometimes when we are starting out in business, we have to prioritize our promotions. I'm just going to say it's it's nice to think of, oh, let's plan all around our personal life. But sometimes for us who sell during the holidays, uh, the holidays for many years became you know, very much about the business. But that was a choice I was willing to make because I wanted to sell work during that time. And I was able to, with the freedom of my schedule, I was able to take time off at other times of the year. So I do just want to clarify that because sometimes we are making choices for the business. And that does not mean that we are not making choices for our personal lives. But basically, you want to be looking at your personal life and how the business fits in around that, but also look at the year as a whole and where are your best selling times of year? Are you also having in-person shows? Are you having gallery shows? Are you selling primarily online or are you having a combination of those shows this year? So when you get clear on what that picture looks like, then you work backwards to work out your marketing strategy. I know that word can also conjure up feelings of ick. (laughs) And I can't think of a better word. You could call it a plan, your marketing plan, if you prefer. But wherever you are on the stages of business growth, whether you're just contemplating getting a business going or you're already in business, be a professional. Professionals use the word strategy. And strategy means that you have a clear plan because there's also setting up promotions, but not working backwards to think about how everything you say and share will positively impact, positively point to that promotion. That is a strategy. Because you can also say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to release this at this time. What are you sharing in between now and that time that is going to highlight the promotion that's coming? Now, this is the part where I want to clarify, does that mean that you are selling, 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 selling the whole time? No, that's where it gets icky, right? Nobody wants to be sold to the whole time they're interacting with someone, but we are not just selling. We are very much selling as business owners and we are not only all about sales, This is where having a clear connection to you first, to you and your art. That's what we work on in Artful Selling before we get to building out your sales and marketing plan for the year and for onward. Because 
that step makes so much more sense when you have an understanding of that clear connection to you, the work you do, the intention you have with sharing it. That's the connection that you end up weaving these connection points, the areas of your of your life, your values, your business, your process that you thoughtfully choose to share on social media. That's when all of that begins to feel easier. Because you're not just wondering, what do I post today? You know, because this post is going to serve the greater vision of your business, of which your promotions are attached to it. And then it trickles all the way back to what you're sharing on social media. Does that mean that there's room for spontaneous sharing? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Also life happens, right? I opened with a message on this podcast that I didn't know I would be sharing in this particular podcast episode. So weaving in real life and inviting people, your collectors, your friends, your audience into your world is also a part of that. And the question becomes then, well, do you batch content? Do you batch create your content? And For me personally, sometimes that works with the podcast. If I am creating a series like this and I'm in a mode of communicating in this format, it works beautifully. I am also someone who really does thrive in a spontaneous way of sharing And also gets a lot of energy and ideas from the adrenaline associated with spontaneous sharing. Do I wish that wasn't the case? Sometimes yes, because when I have a plan and I I work to fulfill that plan ahead of time, it's a completely, I, I enter every day with a completely different demeanor. Is it realistic to say that in business, you will always be able to have that kind of plan? And also very often, you know, when you have a plan that it would never change. No, I think I said that in a bit of a backwards way. Your plans will change as they do. And it's likely that you will create many things on the fly, spontaneously in the moment. And so those, much like what I shared at the beginning about emotions that can coexist, those ways of doing business can coexist. And I think it's also time for us to accept that and honor it. And then once we have more clarity on how we work best, as I talked about in the last episode, what our energy is like at different times of the day, different times of the year, which you figure out as you go and you have awareness around when your energy is best, this is when you will also figure out somewhat of a structure to how you market and embracing the way that you market best is going to serve you the best. So what I like to say is a must is having a plan. How you choose to focus Within that plan, how you choose to create within that plan, how you 
choose to allocate your energy within that plan, how you choose to stick to it or make changes, that's all up to you. But the plan gives you the blueprint, right? The framework, the guide rails to have some sense of where you're going, which I find provides a lot of calm. That state of calm is what invites inspiration and ideas to come in to social media. Have I gotten some great ideas that I've executed on the fly and posted and they've worked 100%. We don't always know when inspiration strikes. And have I also planned ahead and come up with some really beautiful ways of sharing? Yes, I have. For me personally in my business, it is a combination of both. The one thing I would say about having a plan and being prepared ahead of time is that is how you can best have someone help you. Once you start growing a team to toss ideas and projects at your team member last minute on the regular is not a great way of supporting them or helping them to give you their best work. Does that happen from time to time? A hundred percent. Do you want a team member who can go with the flow in that kind of spontaneous moment? Yes. That is also an incredible gift to work as a team and be able to come up with something on the fly, so to speak. But as I grow, there's less and less of that and more planning and way more ease that comes in in operating the business from that standpoint. But I was a solopreneur for a long time. And so it took a minute for me to begin shifting that perspective. And truly, that's where the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge came from. That's where the creative planner that I designed came from. And that is truly where Artful Selling, Artful Selling was born from this observation, and it's not just about social media, right? It's about the big picture vision of our business and how we want to sell and market the art that we create. But Artful Selling came from everyone knows to post to social media, but people are not having success with it. They are getting frustrated, giving up, which is the most heartbreaking they are feeling depleted, which a lot of that just comes from the fear and resistance and the lack of clarity that we have around planning. So many mistakes happen when we don't have the clarity that I'm talking about in this episode, and it becomes a waste of time and a waste of energy. There are enough tasks that we all juggle now today as online business owners that we we have been asked to approach this from a next level professional point of view. And that is how can we be efficient with this time so that we preserve what is most important to us as artists and artists in business, time to make our art, time to be inspired by that art and time to, you know, breathing space in between our business tasks that really help feed a lot of us who are introverts, who need that kind of recharge time. And so 
if that's you, this is why it becomes increasingly important to have that plan. And as I was saying, I think I just bumped the microphone. Sorry about that. As I was saying, me and my hands talking over here, this is why I created Artful Selling is to take artists through a process of getting that clarity. Not just what am I going to post for the next five days? What are my topics? All the surface level that we talk about and we teach so often, but really having that true understanding of what is driving us ultimately to have this art business. The way I explain it is this, building creative connection is the most effective way to consistently sell your art online. And social media is one of the most powerful tools for you to build that creative connection. But building creative connection is not just on an outward connection with other people. It is about the creative connection to yourself. And so I will leave this episode there by saying the shortest version, do I batch create? Sometimes I do. Do I create spontaneously and in the moment? Yes, I also do that. Both work for me. And what I now do that I didn't used to do that has been a game changer for me and also just a necessity as a growing business is that I have a clear plan that goes out for a year and in some cases, even longer. Do I always reserve the right to change that plan? Absolutely. And then I make changes all the way down to social media to support that change in plan. And so there may be a little bit more of that spontaneity and pivoting quickly when you're starting a business and you're figuring something out or you're evolving as I have been for the last few years as an artist and also growing the education side of my business, there's going to be more changes to those plans depending upon how everything works out from one promotion to the other. And so that's why I say it's really important to embrace both ways of creating your social media content And yes, there are tools that I use that help me and I have a way of organizing that is also helpful because I know a large part of this can be just finding your assets when you need them, especially if you're doing something quick, right? Or having videos ready. So I will share that with you in the next installment of time management. Again, save the date for Monday, January 15th for the Profitable Artist Planning Challenge. Get on the wait list to come and join us in Artful Selling this year. I cannot wait to host it. I'm re-recording Artful Selling. It will be fresh and updated and it is truly one of my favorite programs to host and support you in this format so we can have even more conversations and get more clarity around exactly 
these topics. So thank you for asking your questions so far, and I will be back with more tips shortly. Until then, thanks so much for listening and happy creating. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.